Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Orlando Talks. Today we will talk about Riverdale. Riverdale, also known as Riverdale, is an American supernatural horror crime drama television series based on the characters of Archie Comics. The series was adapted for the CW by Archie Comics chief creative Officer Roberto Aguirre Sacasa and is produced by the Warner Brothers Television and CBS Studios in an association with Berlanti Production and Archie Comics. Conceived as a future film adaptation for Warner Bros. Pictures, the idea was reimagined as television series for Fox. In 2015, development on the project moved to the WCW, where the series was ordered for a pilot. Filming takes place in Vancouver, British Columbia. The series features an assembled cast based on the characters of Archie Comics, with KJ, KJ Ipa in the role of Archie Andrews, Lily Lorraine had as Betty Cooper, Camelia Mendes as Veronica Lodge, and Cole Sprouse as Jughead Jones, the series narrator. After a teenager was murdered within the town of Rivendell, this group of teenagers tried to unravel the evil lurking within the seemingly innocent town. Riverdale debuted on January 26, 2017 to positive reviews. In February 2021, the series was renewed for a sixth season, which premiered on November 16, 2021. In March 2022, the series was renewed for a seventh and final season, which is set to premiere on March 29th, 2023, ending on August 23, 2023. Plotline. The first season follows the investigation into the murder of Jason Blossom. Jason, the son of the richest family in town and one of the most popular people in school, only tied by his twin sister Cheryl, is found dead. He was shot in the head and washed up on the banks of Sweetwater River. The stories of our four main characters, Veronica Lodge, Archie Andrews, Betty Cooper and Judd Jones, circle around the mystery. We come to learn more and more about the horrible circumstances Jason has died. The Blossom family and the Cooper family have hated each other since Betty's great-grandfather Cooper was murdered by Jason's great-grandfather Blossom. It is revealed in the season that the two were in fact brothers. This complicates things the most for Betty's sister, Polly, who was not only engaged to Jason before his murder, but is now carrying his twin children. Meanwhile, Veronica and her mother have come to town 
to escape the scandal in New York. Favalaka's father was recently sent to prison for fraud and embezzlement. The two learn to survive on their own, and Veronica finds herself mixed up with Jughead, Betty and Archie. As Jughead and Betty investigate Jason's murder on their own, Veronica comes to be wary of her mother, who is catches having quiet meetings with gang members and enormously buying up Rivendell land. She suspects her parents might have had Jason killed by the gang member. None other than Jughead's father, FP. This fear is nearly confirmed when FP confesses to everything, including Jason's murder. The truth wasn't much darker, following a lead from Kevin. Jughead's and Betty's investigation, Jason's varsity jacket, which FP had been holding on to. Finding a hole in a pocket and a thumb drive is hidden there. The two watch security footage in horror that shows Clifford Blossom, Jason's father, shooting Jason himself. They rush to inform Cheryl and the police. Yet by the time the officers go to arrest Clifford, he was hung himself in a syrup distillery owned by the Blossom family. At the last, the truth emerged. Clifford Blossom was in the drugs business. And Jason found out. Clifford killed Jason to stop him from exposing what he knew. Devastated and distraught, Cheryl attempts to commit suicide in Sweetwater River, but is saved by Jughead, Betty, Veronica, and Archie. In her rage at her family, Cheryl returns home once well to burn down their family mansion, Thornhill. At the end of the season one, we are left with several cliffhangers. In addition to the metaphorical and literal burnt ashes of Cheryl's life, we learn that Betty has a secret brother, one that Alice Cooper, her mother, gave away at her husband's behest when they were in high school. Finally, the last episode ends when Archie meets his father, Fred Andrews, at the local dinner where a masked gunman arrives to shake the place down. He then turns to Fred, demanding his wallet. When Archie tries to interfere, his father is shot. Season 2 follows the story of a murderer called the Black Hood, starting with Fred Andrews and continuing the weak havoc on the town. The Black Hood targets those he considered sinners. As the story progresses, the Black Hood seems to have a strange relationship with Betty, to whom he continued to harass with calls, puzzles, and threats. He even forced her to separate herself from her best friend Veronica and boyfriend Jughead. 
Betty is determined to discover the identity of the Black Heart, and several accusations are made before one finally sticks. Joseph Svensson, the high school janitor, attempting to force Betty to bury Archie alive. Betty managed to stall long enough for Southside residents, on the other hand, including the Southside Serpents, the gang that Jughead and his father are members of, are less than pleased with Hiram. The Southside High School is bought to be torn down and students are transferred to the Northside School. When Hermione Lodge decided to run for mayor, there is no lack of objection, not only from the Southside but by Hiram's mobster association. Another black swan of Riverdale, Cheryl Brossom, Left her own personal horror story, and she and her mother moved to a smaller plant-infested home. The two women fight to dominate the other. Finally, Cheryl discovered that her mother and recently discovered uncle had unsuccessfully attempted to kill Cheryl's grandmother. When Cheryl confronts her mother, Penelope, it leads to Cheryl's being committed in the same home where Polly was once hidden from Jason. While there, she underwent disturbing conversion therapy by the nuns. Thankfully, a Southside serpent named Tony Topaz and Veronica discovered where she was and sprung her. She... The two shared a kiss upon her escape and began dating soon after. Archie begins to fear that they had not caught the real Black Hood soon after Swenson's death. His fears are not confirmed until the Black Hood had already claimed another life. A girl named Mitch is hung on a set wall with knives, with the message warning of the murderer's return. Secretly, contact Betty and offered to get rid of recent problems she had been having. Her supposed half-brother Chick, after the death of Swanson, when they thought they would be safer. Betty encouraged her mother to attempt to contact her son, named Charles Smith. It is discovered he is not Hal Cooper's Betty's father's son, but rather Alice and F.P. Jones' child. Betty is set on a hunt for him, and eventually finds Chick, a webcam model and disturbed young man. He claims to be Charles Smith and returns to the Cooper's house to live with the family. Unfortunately, he brings nothing but trouble with him, and his past comes back to haunt him, and force Alice to kill his attacker in their home. Betty's instincts encourage her to investigate, and she discovers that Chick is not who he says he is. When he confronts him, when she confronts him, he confesses that he murdered her real brother and stole his identity. Betty, with little remorse, hands him over to the black herd. She lies to Alice, saying that Chicks left town. Alice 
casually mentioned that her father was out of the house when Betty knows he was handling over Chick, and she begins to suspect Hal is the Black Hood. After more attacks, Hal returns home to be confronted and finally reveals he was the Black Hood all along. The season comes to a head when Hal admits one of the attacks by a man in a Black Hood wasn't him. A member of the Southside Serpents, Tallboy, is found to have been masquerading as the Black Hood. When Hermione discovered this, she refused to Veronica that Hiram may have hired Tallboy to attack the debate. Her father plans to consolidate the Southside, but he needs a bar called the White Worm. Veronica used this information to buy the worm and offers to trade it to Hiram in exchange for the diner where Fred was shot. The season ends with some victories. Jughead has become the Serpent King in his father's place, with Betty as his Serpent Queen. Hermione wins the mayoral election. Archie wins student body president. Archie's happiness is short-lived, however, as he is soon wrongfully arrested by the new sheriff, placed in power by Hiram and Hermione for the murder of the men killed by Hiram's guard at the lake house. The current and still airing season three of Rivendell is keeping viewers by the horns. Bissard Rodell is the most recent aired episode from February 6, 2019. The season follows a game called Griffins and Gorgals, not unlike our real-world Dungeons and Dragons. G&G is a twisted role-playing game true to manipulate its players into performing insane actions with real-world consequences. They aim to place a dark figure known as the Gorgal King. It is first identified in the side characters of Rivendell's story, as it creeps its way into popularity. Dilton Dolloy and Atal Merckx are among the first to mention the game to the inner circle. However, at the start of the season, they have more pressing concerns. Archie and his family and friends spent the summer at his trial for murder. Despite Archie's innocence, hiring powerful lawyers make for a long and difficult trial. Despite his friends' and family's best efforts, the jury comes out on Labor Day still hung 6 to 6. And the crowd gasps. Archie realizes that his mistrial will mean the process restarted through the school year. So when the district attorney offers a plea deal of two years in juvie detention, so long as Archie pleads guilty, the boy doesn't hesitate. In Juvie, he finds two sides at odds, the South Side Serpents and the Ghoulies, their rival gang. After some time there, the Juvie's warden offers 
Archie the opportunity to take part in boxing matches. Between prisoners below building. Meanwhile, Judd and Betty investigate what began as the murder-suicide of three scouts, including their leader, Dilton Dully. The more they investigate, however, the more they learn about Griffins and Gorgals, as well as the Gorgal King. It becomes clear that the parents of all the main characters and more are hiding what they know about the game from their children. Finally, Betty convinces her mother to share what the parents have been hiding. That way, played in the game as a group, as teenagers, and became addicted to it. The principal at the time, Principal Featherhead, encountered the Gorgog King and was found dead, with strange symbols etched into a door nearby. Alice tells Betty she knows someone of their parents was trying to kill one of the others. Principal Featherhead was only unlucky enough to be caught in the middle. When Archie is finally sprung by as friends, the one of the Juvie commits suicide. He failed to complete his DNG mission, kill Archie. Through Veronica eventually finds evidence to clear Archie's name, he chose to leave town instead to escape the panic of Rivendell. This effectively ends his and Veronica's relationship. On his road of self-discovery, he runs into Jughead's mother, Gladys Jones. Hearing his pain, she offers him a quiet position as a scout in the North Woods. He remains there for a month, but while there, he is attacked by a bear and severely injured. When he recovers, he finally decided it is time to return to Riverdale. Young girls across Riverdale begin to have unexplained seizures, and the Gorgon King presents looms over the town. As has Betty Forcible taken to the group home. There, all the other girls are playing Grivens and Gorgals, and swear that they have seen the Gorgal King. Betty proves, however, that this Gorgal King at least is a hallucination brought on by drugs. The nuns are feeding their patients. The drugs have been trafficked by Hiram Lodge himself. Betty, with help from Ethel, managed to set the other girls free, but now must find some place to house them all. Living with Betty and Alice does not prove a viable option. Betty must fight her mother and sister who wants to bring them to the farm. A cult-like organization they have both recently fallen prey to. There was only so much Betty can do though. She returns home one day to find that all the other girls have been shipped to the farm. Her college fund has been liquidified to pay for the resources. Furious, Betty seeks legal actions and is advised to visit her father in jail so she can prove that Alice did not have his signature to remove Betty's funds. 
Hal uses his leverage with Betty to manipulate her into con continuing to visit him. The hunt for the Gorgal King continues. The serpents working for Veronica as part of her new open sp speakeasy on the pubs find the Gorgal King, Gorgal Gang, the followers of the Gorgal King in a clearing, worshipping the king. They pull his mask off and refuse Tollboy, an ex-member of their gang, they thought dead. Turns out he has been working for Hiram Lodge. The businessman is using their unfortunate circumstances to his advantage to take over Riverdale. In a bout of karma, Hiram is shown to be shot by an unknown assailant and critically injured. Despite reconciling with Archie when he returns from the woods, her belief that he may have shot her father leads to their breakup. She finds comfort in a mutual friend, Reggie. The most recent episode of season 3 follows the story of a side character, Kevin Keller and Moose. The two have been in a complicated relationship since episode 1 of the show. Moose's father, Marcus, is a homophobic man who was manipulated by the nuns' convention therapy. He dresses as the Gorgel King and attempts to scare his son straight by appearing just after Kevin and Moose have cons consummated their love. Moose leaves Riverdale after Marcus is found out, attempting to find space. Josie, a side character, and Archie at the end of the episode share a hesitant kiss, having special outgoing time together working on music. In the meanwhile, Archie's ex Veronica and her new boyfriend Reggie attempt to settle a deal for Veronica's mother. They soon discover this the deal with Gladys Jones. Gladys and Jughead, little sister Jellybeans, move to the town with the intent of manipulating the town for their own benefits. In season 4, Veronica's father, Hiram Lodge, is diagnosed with a neuromuscular disorder, which causes his muscles to weaken off over time. But the muscles enough strength to beat up and kill a rifle rum distributor before the season ends, so it's clear that the fight hasn't left Hiram yet. Tony, Alice, Archie and Kevin fight to keep Rivendell High open after learning that its budget has been cut. Veronica gets creative when she discovered Chet is having her followed. Jughead starts a new job after debt collection collector shows up in Riverdale. The sixth season of Riverdale begins with a special five episode event arc entitled River Phil. Picking up where season 5 ended, with Archie and Betty decide to give their romantic relationship another shot, just as a bomb planted by Hiram Lodge under Archie's bed. So let's talk about some of the characters. Archie Andrew is a former high school football player who has a passion for music. 
He is the son of Fred Andros. He is a former sergeant in the army and is now an ROTC instructor at his old high school. He is deeply involved with protecting his community from any danger. He is best friends with Jughead Jones, Betty Cooper and Veronica Lodge. He dated Veronica in high school. However, the two break up after he kissed and writes a song for Betty. Later, he begins a relationship with Betty, whom he is proposed to in the season 6 finale. When I start watching this series, I was really skeptical because I am not someone who likes thrillers and horror and um, soaps. But I must say I really love this series and you know it really in one way it reminded me of the series, uh, the same series from Netflix is like uh, Pretty Little Liars. I also gonna do a um, episode about that. But it reminds me of that. It's in one way very cynical, but you start watching, and it's exactly like Stranger Things as well, by the way. You stay watching to uncover or get to know what happened next and i must say the story arc line is very very good betty cooper is a smart woman who is best friend with archie who she has a long time crush on she becomes friends with veronica lodge when she moved to town in high school she dated jughead who she runs school paper with. She is now an FBI agent and operates from Riverdale. She is now in a relationship with Archie and becomes engaged to him in this season 6 finale. Betty is for me like a two-face. She has her dark killing side, what is a bit creepy, and you have a good Betty who um is quite nice to work with. You know, when the theory moves on, I even thought that she was bipolar. And sometimes I really had pity with her because of how her mother was and how she treated Betty. Of course, we also have to mention her father's, who is a killer. And of course, the killer gene. What was very interesting to me, and how more she's becoming and working for the FBI, how more she can control that um, gene. And she is using it for good. And it really reminds me of those NCIS uh, and... Um, what was the other one? Mind, uh, Criminal Minds uh, series. And I really love those, by the way. And so it was really interesting to see and watch how she uh, developed herself. 
And um, what I really noticed that there was a little shock for her that she had the uh, killer gene. And I must confess, I would be shocked as well if, if my mom would tell me, uh, well, you have to kill a gene. And, you know, I really don't like her mom. She's so mani manipulated and controlling her. And, you know, it's just very intriguing to see that her father is being ending up as the serial killer of the town. And which is the reason for her to become an FBI agent, which of course is cool. But there's also um, in the field she has been betrayed by a colleague who only wanted to leave half authority, observe her family and write a book about them. And wanted to take them as an example for uh, aspirant FBA agents. Veronica Large, the former it girl of Manhattan. She moves to Riverdale at the beginning of the series with hopes of becoming a better person after she is forced to reflect on her life due to the sudden imprisonment of her father. She is shown to be ambitious to the extreme with a strong desire to succeed while simultaneously trying to remain uncorrupted and humble. She dates Archie during high school and writes she too when Archie is in juvie. After the time jump in season 5, she had an extremely successful career on Wall Street that she had to give up after getting stuck in toxic relationship with her abusive husband, whom she divorced later on. She is later Reggie's girlfriend again. They break up in later season 6. She eventually discovered she can secrete venom from her body through her lips, tears and blood. She can also protect herself from other poisons including alcohol. In the beginning I thought she was this spoiled brat that gets everything she wanted. When we follow the series we find out that she is more than that and that she has to fight for her own rights. Her father was her big enemy and nemesis. Jughead Jones A physically inclined social outcast who is Archie's best friend and Betty's ex-boyfriend. He was the former leader of the Southside Serpent and he is now a published writer, English teacher and as an advisor at the Blue and Gold High School newspaper and is struggling with alcoholism. He is dating Tabitha Tate and can read minds following the explosion at Archie's home. He finds an alternate version of himself as a werewolf and gets into multiple conflicts. Spouse also portrays an alternate Jughead who protects the Riverdale and Riverville timeline from merging. I like Jughead not only as a storyteller of many stories but also as the narrator of the series. He is a good kid that wants to do good, 
But of his father is a serpent, he also roams in that world. When he became the leader of the serpents, there was hope, but also communication of both south, north and south. I was a little surprised that he took this role, because I never thought he would do that. Hermione Lodge is the mother of Veronica, who has returned to Riverdale with her daughter following the incarnation of her husband, Hiram Loved. She is now a reality star on Real Housewife of New York after leaving Hiram. She had feelings for Fred as a teenager and then once again when she returned to Riverdale, they had a little fling. I don't know what I have to think about her. In one way I liked her but in the other hand I don't. And sometimes I really can't imagine why she would marry Hiram Loft or even be with him. Cheryl Blossom a wealthy, traumatized, and sometimes manipulative woman who was a classmate of Archie and his friends. She dated Tony during high school. Cheryl came out as a lesbian in season 2 and dated Tony until their breakup became because of her disapproval family. She's now the owner of Blossom Maple Farms, living with her nana and the cheerleading coach at the high school. She can create fires and has powers of the phoenix. In season 6 she dated her middle school crush Heather, a witch from Greendale. And she, this is also uh, when it uh, has a crossover with Sabrina the Teenage Witch, or the chilling adventures of Sabrina Spellman. Uh, well, you know, I didn't like Cheryl in the beginning. She was loud and arrogant and although she has good moments, I started to like her more when she, uh, when that, those episodes cross over with Sabrina Spellman. And I really loved that, it's really awesome because in one way I didn't uh, know or to think what I, if I would like the series of um, the adventures of Sabrina Spellman, but that they made this a um, you know a crossover with Riverdale is really I really liked that, I really did. Josie McCoy, she is the lead singer of Josie and the Pussycats and a former classmate of Archie. Archie, well, she brief briefly dated. And his friends. She leaves at the end of the season three to pursue her music. This allowed Murray's character to join Katie King, the third spin-off in the Riverdale universe. She is now a multi-platinum superstar. Alice Smith, Betty and Polly's controlling and abusive mother, who was the editor of the local paper. She is now a reporter for the Riverdale News and is raising Polly's twin children following Polly's murder in season 5. She's also shown to be less abusive having redeemed herself. Prior to, to this, leaving in season 5, she was in a relationship with F.P. Jones. Uh, guys, like I said before, I really don't like her. I really, really don't like her. And there was even a moment in, in the series that we start to 
get her nowhere in the way of she being a serpent uh, serpent queen and that was one of the things that I was thinking that Buddy is made really made by her parents in one way she had that killer instinct and another one she is that sweet girl that everyone's like and you know it's really really hard to miss that and like I said I really really don't like Alice she makes my skin crawl when I heard the first time that she used to be a serpent I was some kind of a shock but also it would not be surprising how she acted at times I can't believe she would go undercover to that farm where Polly ended up where she had her twins. Fred Andrews, Archie's father who owned a construction company. He was in love with Veronica's mother as a teenager and believed he reunites with her when she returns to Riverdale. He dies at the st start of season 4 in a car accident due to perish real life dead. And guys, I like to talk about that because when I heard Jason Parrish dead, um, there was a lot of things that had to change. Well, not change in, in the story of, of Riverdale, but I mean, like, that must be very, um, that must be like a shock for all of them. And I remember I had that with the, uh, um, I, Corey from Glee. I had that the same reaction about because I was shocked that he passed away and I really really loved that scene that Shannon Dorothy who played his girlfriend in uh, Buffalo Hills 90210 old school uh, was there also in that uh, cameo and aftermath of uh, the funeral of Fred and I really liked that because it's just, you can see how people, um, it's just how they put it in the storyline. And I think that has to be changed a lot for them. Hiram Lodge. Well, guys, this is really a point of like the actor, hate the character. And I have the same, the same thing with... Um, um, Professor Umbridge from Harry Potter. So, Hiram Lodge is Veronica's father, who was recently incarcerated for illegal activities in season two. In season two, he moves into Riverdale and continues his illegal activities and gangster ways. Later on, he was banished from Riverdale by the the town, but when he still caused mayhem, Veronica orders a hitman to kill her father. I really don't like Harriet, and I was somewhat glad that he had been banished by the town. I was a little shocked when Veronica ordered the death of her father, and actually the whole mayhem of Hiram came to a stop, because Hiram is really that gangster mob boss. And Although I never thought that would be there in, um, in, in Riverdale, like a small town. 
is really necessary. I don't want to say necessary to to go through that, but it is more also like, um, I don't know. It's just something I guess that is would be typical. You know, Riverdale is a town with extremes. Not only with the characters, but also the town itself. And the only one thing I really love is um, that there is a, yeah, some kind of a resting point in all the characters' life. And that is Pop's Diner. I really love Pop's Diner. And it, it really reminds me of some of the 50s and 60s diners and it's just fun you know it's really really fun kevin keller an openly gay former riverdale high school student who is friends with archie betty veronica and judhead and is the son of the riverdale sheriff he returns to riverdale becoming a teacher after not making it to broadway in new york and abandons the son he planned to have with tony f banks he later files for sole custody over the baby Anthony, eventually giving this up to create peace. He reunites with his high school boyfriend Moose in season 6. I always liked Kevin. He, this good-hearted kid had to fight for his own ideals and it was really nice to see that his father was supporting him even he was the police sheriff of the town. I love the episode when he had his theater shows in Riverdale. F.P. Jones Jughead's formerly estranged father and the former leader of the Southside Serpent, a gang of criminals that live and operate on the fringes of Riverdale. He was once the sheriff but left Riverdale to take Jughead's sister Jellybean back to Toledo to her mother prior to his Leaving, he was in a relationship with Alice Cooper. Regimental, Archie's longtime friend and rival, a former football player at Riverdale High and town prankster who has dyslexia. He is now, now the owner of his family's car dealership and the high school football coach as well as Veronica's boyfriend. Reggie has already played by Ross Butter in the first season, who left the season due to his commitment to filming 13 Reasons Why. Butler returns as a version of Reggie from an alternate universe in Chapter 100, The Jughead Paradox, from Season 6. Reggie and Veronica break up in Season 6 following the opening of their casino. In the Season 6 finale, he takes sole ownership of the casino. Tony Topaz, a bisexual member of the Southside Serpents, who is the best friend of Jughead in the second season. She was in a relationship with Cheryl, and she is now the leader of the Southside Serpents, the high school guidance counselor, and is raising a son with her boyfriend and father husband, Fangs, after agreeing to be a surrogate for him and his former lover on and of again boyfriend Kevin. I don't like her. She has something that is not normal. Of course she has a, a hard life but she makes 
the best out of it. And although she can't leave her serpents totally behind her, she makes the best of all her life. And it is very nice to see how her life turned out. Like a also a serpent leader, but also like a counselor for the kids on school. Thanks, Fogarty. Is a member of the Southside Serpents and Kevin's former on and off again boyfriend. He is a trucker and has a son with Tony after Kevin broke up with him. He and Tony marry after Midway season 6. So, as you can guess, I really like this series and it was a surprise to me that I would enjoy it. And I would give this a between an eight and a half and a nine that's my rating for this series and if i take a look at the rating of imdb i'm really shocked because it's really low it's a 6.6 and i thought it would be rating higher than that so dear listeners thank you for listening and join me in two weeks for a new episode of arena talks the next episode is about lucifer uh, the series from Netflix. You can listen, subscribe, and comment to Arena Talks on the YouTube channel or join the Facebook group. I also like to tell you about my other podcast called Girl Stalking Track. Girl Stalking Track is a podcast hosted by two female trackers who will recap every two weeks an episode of Star Trek TNG. All the episodes will be recapped and chronicle following. Girl Stalking Track is also to listen, follow, and subscribe on Anchor. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or on your favorite podcast app. Every 10th episode will be a video episode, so you guys can see us when we talk about the episode. We also have a YouTube channel and a Facebook group where you can comment on the episodes. I will see you in two weeks. (laughs) 